Break Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. With HSC Midwest. For updated factual information, see hsc.ie. By staying apart, we can save lives. Now, there are lots of charity efforts going on at the at the moment, you know, people doing their, as I mentioned, the, the Ironman thing and the uh, Irish Times was mentioned. Uh, we've talked about a, a fair number of them, but this one is particularly special. A Limerick woman is running a half marathon in her local sports facility in aid of Milford Hospice. But there's a particularly poignant story behind it. Michelle O'Brien is on the line this morning. Good morning to you, Michelle. Good morning, Gillian. Michelle, you, you had big plans for this month, didn't you? Or was it last month, two weeks ago? I did indeed, yeah. So myself and my fiancé Eric, um, we were supposed to get married um, in Spain two weeks ago. Um, but obviously with the coronavirus and COVID-19, um, that, that wasn't possible. Um, so that was, of course, tough tough in itself. Um, but actually on the morning we were supposed to get married, um, my granny passed away. Um, so she was, you know, in her last day, she was in care in Milford Hospice. Um, so, you know, I got to see firsthand the incredible work that they did. Um, and in particular, um, how good they were to my mother through the whole thing. My mom was um, my granny's carer for the last five years. And they were just fantastic. They were they were brilliant to her. To my mom. <laughs> Michelle, I'm just wondering, you know, does the thought ever cross your mind that the world works in mysterious ways? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm, I'm a firm believer that everything happens for a reason. And, um, you know, it was it, it was a blessing that we weren't over in Spain because if we were um, on the morning of the wedding that we, we got word that uh, mom, as we called her, wasn't well, you know, it would have, the day would have just remem- been remembered for a totally different reason. So it, it was a blessing. So it's, um, it's mad, yeah. <laughs> and tell us, was it a biggish wedding? How many had you planned to have over in Spain? So, no, we were having a, a small uh, a small wedding, all right. So we were having um, 65, I think, was the final number we planned on having over. Actually, um, that's, that's still a fairly, like, for, uh, <laughs> for a foreign wedding, like, it's 65 people in, a, in another country. Tis, yeah. a, tis a decent enough m- number of people who would have made plans. Presumably half of them, or roughly whatever, were your family and were travelling over for it. Or, yeah. Or were you, were you, oh, you're both Irish, you're both travelling over. Is yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so, so Eric's from hospital and I'm just from Kilfinnan. So okay. we're, we're both from Limerick. And um, yeah, both our families were going. Uh, now I have a big family, all right, so that's probably... <laughs> um, it seems no, small for you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, we had... But unfortunately, everyone, of course, had to cancel their plans due to COVID-19. Um, and we, we rescheduled the wedding now. So um, we'll get married in October, hopefully. Um but all in the, in the interest of and safety of our family, of course. You sound fairly upbeat about it. It's not, <laughs> you know, for because it's a big thing to plan and a big thing to look forward to. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it was, and of course, we were devastated. We were really upset that it has to reschedule it. Um, I am an eternal optimist anyway, so up to about two weeks before it, I was like, "Oh, it'll be grand. We we get there. We get there." Um, but I think after mom passing away, um, it kind of put everything into perspective. You know, um, we will have our day eventually, um, but just to be, to be there for my mom and our family. Um, because obviously with coronavirus, uh, the, the COVID-19, we couldn't have a funeral for mom. So we couldn't even be there for my mother, which was very upsetting. Um, so that's why the run this weekend now is is, uh, is dedicated to my mother and all the care 
that she gave to my grandmother over the last five years and to all the carers in the south southwest of Ireland because uh, it's such a it's underappreciated role in society and um, so many pe- people care for loved ones in their homes every day and um, they get no praise um, and yeah so that's what it's there for. <laughs> yeah, and Milford Hospice, obviously, they, they have fundraisers normally around this time of year. And I know they're doing, they did their walk or are still doing the walk from socially distanced way, but it's not going to right. probably have the same impact as it would other years. Charities are really struggling because of the restrictions that are in place, aren't they? Yes, absolutely. And Milford Hospice is um, is a charity that's especially close to my heart. Um, you know, I always tr- support every year. I always do the Milford Hospice run in UL, and uh, that this weekend, uh, the walking from a distance. That's their um, the fundraiser they're running. So they actually sent out an email uh, to everyone on their mailing list a couple of weeks ago, and I got it. And that's kind of what triggered me to do something this weekend because I saw that email because I actually started back work. Um, uh, last week and I was going through or two weeks ago and I was going through my emails and I saw that email and I said oh my gosh if I didn't see that email I bet you there's loads of other people who aren't in work aren't checking their emails um, and this fundraiser hasn't been brought to their attention so that's why I said I would get behind it try and raise some awareness for Milford Hospice this weekend that this fundraiser is going ahead and um, the support I've got has just been uh, phenomenal absolutely phenomenal and you're going to run that in your own, in Kilfinnan, is it? No, so myself and my fiancé Eric, we live in hospital, um, so we're we're blessed actually just at the back of our house there is St. John the Baptist School and they have a brilliant running track. Um, so around the, the entire track is a is a one kilometre distance. Um, so, uh, That's handy, Sunday, isn't it? I, yeah, oh, it's brilliant. It's great because at, at, in winter as well, there's lights there so you can go down and run and you know you're not out running on the roads, you know, and there's no risk of getting knocked down by a car or there's no dogs and things like that. So it's brilliant and, it, it, you know, you can, it's brilliant. It really is. We're blessed with it. And have you been training anyway? Like, is this something that you'll find easy enough for half marathon? Because oh, it's a fair distance. I don't know now. It is a fair distance. Yeah, I would say I'd be finding it easy now. Um, I did a half marathon about six years ago down in Cork, um, the Cork City Half Marathon for Nepal, actually, because it was the time of the earthquake. And I raised 600 euros for that. Um, that's the one and only half marathon that I did do and it, it, it was a challenging one because Cork City is a very hilly run anyway um, but no I, I would be a keen runner I, I love my running um, I think it's uh, it's great for um, you know your your mental health um, Yeah but it's tough and, doing that around a track on your yeah, own where you'll have no was, nobody kind of geeing you up running with you yeah. sometimes you can kind of look at the person yeah. ahead or try to keep yeah. ahead of the person behind and Absolutely. there's none of that Absolutely. And even on the day of half marathons and 10Ks, you know, you just get a buzz from all the people yeah. being there. There's such a fantastic energy and an atmosphere. And as you said, you're setting little challenges for yourself. You're like, oh, I'm going to overtake that person now. And, you know, little things like that to kind of keep you going. But And, and that will definitely be a difficult thing for me, Gillian, because it is a track. It's 22 laps of this. Um, so that will be very challenging. I'm used to running out on the roads, looking in over you know, over ditches and walls and out in the countryside, it's brilliant. Um, but down there on Sunday now, it, it will be a challenge. I know that. But it'll it'll be um, mind over matter, you know. Yeah, and I suppose you'll be keeping your grandmother in your thoughts. She was yeah. somebody very special. 
Absolutely, she was. She was. And she was a tough cookie. She absolutely was. Um, she came from a farming background, and she raised um, um, nine kids. And you know, they they had a they had a great upbringing with mom. She was um, she was a brilliant woman. She really was. She was ninety four when she passed. Um, so she was brilliant. And she was still very sprightly until the until she left. Until she left us, and um, sadly. You're a frontline worker yourself, Michelle. Well, I am. That's right. And that was a part of it as well. I went back to work um, in Alexandra Dental there. Uh, we're on O'Connell Avenue in Limerick um, about three weeks ago now. Um, we were one of the first practices to close down due to COVID-19. Um, my boss, Annette, she saw that our practice is incredibly busy uh, practice and that there was such a high footfall of patients coming into the practice that, you know, with this, you just don't know who's coming in. It was in the early stages. People, you know, weren't really taking it too seriously. So she just closed the doors in the interest of safety for ourselves and for our patients. Um, so she got on it straight away. She ordered in uh, lots of protective equipment, which, of course, as we all know, is in such short supply. And we actually got to go back to work three days, uh, three weeks ago now, um, caring, you know, offering emergency appointments for people who are in pain um, and, you know, people who are experiencing dental emergencies because, obviously, it's really, um, you know, it's uncomfortable and unpleasant suffer a, a dental emergency as I'm sure everyone knows yeah. um, so we got to go back and I think through that as well Gillian I got to understand uh, the true extent of the cost of the protective equipment and when my mother was telling me about Milford Hospice when she was going in and out mom that it was one person in at a time it was restricted access obviously in the interest of safety um and i thought my goodness they must be spending the world of money in there on protective equipment because with covid19 everything is single use you can only use something once it has to be thrown on and it the entire place has to be cleaned down after a person enters um a room you know so i thought that that they, they must be under a lot of pressure um, to cover the cost of the protective equipment. And as you mentioned earlier, Gillian, um, they're fundraising, they're, they're struggling to don't, you know, raise funds at the moment. Yeah. Well, Michelle, I think it's great that you're doing what you're doing in order to be able to help them to, to meet those costs. How can people yeah. donate? So I set up a GoFundMe on Sunday. Um, it was just, just Sunday, so it was only four days ago, five days ago, sorry. Um, but my target was 200 euros and already we're at 1,300 euros. Um, so it's just phenomenal. Like I, I really can't believe the generosity of everyone um, at the moment, considering that so many people are out of work due to COVID-19. So I really, really do want to thank everyone who has donated so far and they can uh, if anyone would like to donate any of your listeners would like to donate there's a GoFundMe page set up um, you, you just go on GoFundMe and the name of the, the run is Michelle's Half Marathon from Milford Hospice it's on GoFundMe you can find it on the link on my Instagram page as well Michelle O'Brien or my Facebook page uh, Michelle O'Brien as well um, and you can just click there donate and honestly like anything at all that, that people would donate would be really greatly appreciated Okay well thanks very much for coming on this morning. We wish you the very best with that and, of course, with your wedding plans. That's Michelle O'Brien running a half marathon for Milford Hospice. Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. With HSE Midwest. For updated factual information, see hse.ie. By staying apart, we can save lives.